Welcome everybody to this week's episode of The Message with yours truly, Angel. Now this week's episode is called, Why Do We Settle for Less? Now growing up, most of us as children, we wanted to be astronauts, firefighters, police officers, famous athletes, and I know for me, Superman. Now, the closest thing I could ever get to that is, well, flying in my music videos, because I am not about to invent a jetpack. Or could I? <laughs> what I'm trying to get is that, what happened to that creative mind of ours that used to dream big? The mind that had no limitations. The mind that was eager to grow and explore. That's why sometimes we should envy the mind of a child. I mean, the mind of a child never downplays their own thoughts or considers them stupid. Children are always learning, evolving, exploring new ideas and trying out new things. Now, if only that carried into our adult years. So why is that? Why is that most of us, when we grow up, that part of us dies? Why is it that our life goals are always stuck in the daydream phase? Is it because some of us see those goals as unattainable or unrealistic? Now, during my teen years, I would at times ask myself, is being realistic part of growing up? Who even decides what is realistic in the first place? If this is what growing up is all about, then I am going to do everything I can to fight it. I was blessed to have been confident in myself to always go after what I wanted in life and not care about what anyone else thinks. But unfortunately, not everyone is born that way. Sometimes, you need someone to give you that little push. Now, story time. So I was in the high school guidance office uh, during my senior year when I was talking to a friend of mine about college. I had told her that I finally had found my dream college. This college that I had chosen, which was Five Towns College, was a performing arts school. A school that was filled with creative talent that I was eager to work alongside with. Now, mind you, I'm a hip-hop artist, so this whole thing of mine was just mind-blowing that there was a school that even taught audio recording classes because I was finally in a school in which I was learning what I wanted to learn. So then I began to ask her, so um, what are you going to study in college? I don't exactly remember the major it was, but it was something completely different, a complete 180 from what she wanted, and it confused me for a second. I mean, she was an amazing artist. I had an art class with her for numerous years, and I've seen her website that was filled with beautiful artwork. So I, I thought to myself, why would she try and go after something else as a career when she already has a passion that she loves? I tried to inspire her to go after what she loves and ignore the naysayers because at the end of the day, this was her life. And she should be free to choose what she wants to pursue as a career. I always hoped that my little speech back then when I was 17 stuck with her. If not, well, hey, I mean, we're 22 and it's never too late. Maybe it was the parents that told her that there are no jobs out there for it. To play it safe and go after a career that pays well and is stable. Maybe her friends told her it's not a good idea to do it. Whatever the reason is, we should always, always go after for what we want in life. We owe it to ourselves to answer the question, what if? What if? I tried out for that sport, 
even though I never played before? What if I went to an art school because that's what I wanted to do? What if I gave in my all and succeeded in life? What if there's more to life than what everyone else has been living? Now, one of my favorite quotes ever is by Robert H. Schuller, who is a minister and motivational speaker. And I try to live by this quote every day, and it reads, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? Now that right there is such a deep question that it bears repeating. What would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? Because if you knew you could not fail, heck, you would without a doubt go after anything in life. But the thing that stops most of us is one word. And that word is fear. Fear is something that can hold us back. Fear can put us in a cage and prevent us from achieving great things. And fear does not come from God. Fear is a thought from the enemy that wants you to stop from achieving God's plan. Remember in episode one how I explained how everything starts in the mind and how attitudes and actions follow soon after? Well, fear starts in the mind and can paralyze people from moving forward in life. You see, the concept of fear is what makes so many people play it safe and settle for average. But you weren't born to be average. You were born with gifts and talents to be used for God's glory to help inspire the world. And there's always that voice in the back of your mind that says, there has to be more than this. And there is. But you have to be able to condition yourself to break the limitations that society has tried to put on you. Because let's face it, for most of us, we have become like robots, zombies in a sense. I mean, mindlessly getting up early every morning and force feeding ourselves, then driving to work in which we help someone else achieve their dreams. Working from nine to five only to go home and watch the propaganda that floods the news. Then of course we eat, go to sleep, only to do it all over again. When before you know it, you've wasted 25 years of your life. And then when you finally do decide to retire at, uh, let's say around the age of 60, it's at an age where society deems you as no good use. Such a shame, isn't it? Then you lay on your deathbed at around 80 years old, and that's when the regrets start flooding your mind. Why did I pursue that degree in engineering when I wanted to be an artist? Why didn't I at least try to see if I could become successful instead of settling for that dead-end job with nothing to show for it? If I could do this life thing all over again, I wouldn't have wasted a moment. But by then, it's too late. What if you could realize all this now? What if you didn't have to wait until you were so close to death to realize that life is a one-shot deal and is to be lived to the fullest? Sometimes it's a blessing that life can only be lived once because we cherish it all that much more and take advantage of every passing second. I always see that there's two ways of looking at the fact that we all die. But one way of looking at it is the negative way, which is, what's the point of working hard if I die anyway? I'd rather sit on my couch and watch TV all day. And the other, well, 
If I only live once and I die at the end, that means that my failures aren't eternal. I'm not going to care about the options or limitations of others because I'd die anyway. Those opinions don't carry into the afterlife, so I might as well give it my all now. And that's the way we should be living. Because our current situations aren't eternal. The only thing that is eternal is the path we choose in our fellowship with Christ. So I'm telling you, live life to the fullest. While it is to encourage you, I also want to clarify that this does not mean to go and sleep with a hundred people tonight, to go and get drunk and try every drug in the book. This means to enjoy the blessing of being able to wake up every morning and having another opportunity at life. Angel, you sure can talk it, but do you walk it as well? I'd be a fool not to follow my own advice, right? So I'll share another story here. On my 20th birthday, which was actually, what, two years ago, I would say, I decided to celebrate my two decades of living on Earth. I was going to do something to prove to myself that I'm as carefree as I say when it comes to living life. And that something was skydiving. For some people, the thought of skydiving, jumping off a plane, causes one's stomach to drop and heart rate to accelerate. And I was one of them. <laughs> but I wasn't going to let that stop me. I always wanted to do it, and I was not about to let the fear in the back of my mind preventing me from achieving that. I wanted to do this. And if anything ended up happening to me, God forbid, well, I thought to myself, that backpack the instructor has has two parachutes. If both of them fail, shoot, it was my time anyway. <laughs> now, of course there's limitations to this thought, and I don't want you jumping off a cliff or anything, but what I'm simply wanting to encourage is, to conquer those fears. Better yet, go out and conquer life. When it comes to the time that I had to jump off that plane, well, my heart rate was racing, but I knew I was not for a moment going to turn back. When I jumped, my adrenaline shot up through the roof during my free fall, and all I could think about was how fast I was going. The instructor ended up telling me later on that I was falling at a rate of over 100 miles per hour. Now, if you guys, you know, drive on a highway and you guys see people jetting by going 85, could you imagine 100 and a human being flying at that speed? <laughs> That's pretty fast. Now, when that parachute finally deployed, I was finally able to calm down and look at the world around me. I was at over 10,000 feet in the air, and I was in awe to see how beautiful the world was from that height. I can only imagine how God sees it. Skydiving was a moment that changed my life, and it reinforced a lot of ideologies that I already had about life. I remember looking down at the different patches on Earth and seeing that that one was a farm, and next to it was a small little highway, and that little thing that looks like an ant is actually a car. Everything was so tiny from up here. I looked at how big the world was around me, all the mountain peaks, the oceans. I actually saw the curvature of the Earth. And when I looked at how big the world was around me, I began to think to myself that how amazing it is that we human beings just focus so much and worry about the little things in life. Yet we forget to look up at the beauty around us, the beauty that God had created. Some of us worry way too much. I mean, in the Bible, Matthew 6.34, it says, Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, 
for tomorrow would be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So let's focus on now. Let's focus on the things that we can control and let God handle the rest. You see, life is to be enjoyed. So I challenge you. I challenge you to start doing the things you fear the most. Are you scared of public speaking? Then go take a public speaking class. Because when you end up conquering that goal, this will begin to motivate you even more to go out and see what else you can accomplish, what other fears you can tackle and conquer. Let those dreams you had in your mind for so many years finally become a reality this year. But anyways, you know, we have to realize that we don't stay on earth forever, but the legacy we leave behind will. Let's be those children again. The children who explored the world around them and dreamed big. I forgot who had made this quote, and I believe it's anonymous to be completely honest, but it says, the creative adult is the child that survived. So let's not let the children in us die. Let's from this moment stop putting limits on what we feel we can accomplish. Why do we let the insecurities of others determine what's possible for us? Why not choose to live life now? Now is all we have. The past and future are not tangible nor existing. The only thing that exists is now. That's why in my song, and this is a shameless plug, <laughs> in my song, Live It Up, I say, Life is just a dance floor, just trek in a dance, and live life because every second is a second chance. Live life because every second is a second chance. I didn't just write that to put a play on words. I meant that. But what if you took what I had said literal? What if you realized that every passing moment is another opportunity to change your life? I mean, I hope that I'm able to inspire you through this podcast and motivate you guys to try and change that mindset of life. But for the circumstances that we cannot control, we will need God. So let's pray together so that God can restore you and give you that strength that you need to go out and conquer life. So we're going to pray on this. And I ask you to pray along with me here so that God can renew that will, that creativity, and that spark, that fire in your heart that is able to conquer the goals in life that you have. Lord Jesus, thank you for allowing me to wake up with another chance at life, another chance to get closer to you, another chance to change my past ways and become renewed. Father, forgive me if I have taken the opportunities that you have given me for granted. The enemy does not want to see me succeed, but I pray to gain the faith that I need to believe that your plans for my life will be fulfilled. Lord, I ask you to give me the strength and willpower to go out and make the most out of every moment that you have given me. I give you my dreams, my aspirations, in hopes that you guide me in using the talents and opportunities that you have given me to glorify your name. Jesus, thank you, and in your name I pray. Amen. So continue to meditate on this prayer and read the word of God because there is nothing that I or any human being can say that is going to give you the strength that God can. All I'm trying to do here is motivate you guys to see life differently, but there are some stuff that you can't do on your own, which is why we need God, which is why we'll always need God. So meditate on this prayer and continue to study the word of God. 
And on top of that, if necessary, you hear this podcast a bunch of times on your commute to work, you're driving to school, whatever it be. There's also some pretty good motivational videos on YouTube, believe me. I believe Red Frost Motivation is a really good channel that has some good stuff and just concrete goals and it's really motivating. So before I let you guys go, you know, first off, I just want to thank you guys for allowing me to enter your homes, cars, speakers, whatever it is, and be able to help inspire and motivate you guys to conquer life. You see, I drop these podcasts on Sunday on purpose because the week ahead should be considered a new opportunity. A lot of people I see on social media dread Mondays, but honestly, Monday should be seen as a new opportunity, a new chance. Even though every second is a second chance, so is every week. So begin to see the upcoming week differently and how we can change the world around us so that we are able to accomplish every goal that we have in life. God bless you guys. And this was the message with Angel.